Amanda Sellers is a voice actor, a voiceover coach, meditation teacher, and an entrepreneur with a lot of passion, love, and curiosity on how to live her best life. Join her as she explores the different avenues on leveling up in health, wellness, business, and personal development. Creative consciousness is about having the courage and awareness to lean into the unknown and create a fulfilling life you love. What do you get when you cross clinical psychotherapy with women in community? Today's guest, Elizabeth Devon, overcame her own traumatic origins in order to realize her purpose as a licensed professional counselor and owner of Women Emerging, a holistic, highly specialized counseling practice that also offers a safe, healing, and fun community for women. Elizabeth knew she couldn't have made her incredible transformation without a strong circle of women around her. And so, by uniting women on similar self-love journeys through Women Emerging, she's created a safe space to pay that profound support forward to women all over the world. I'm in love with our conversation about divine femininity and making your dreams come true and all things healing. I can't wait for you to listen. Welcome, Elizabeth Devon. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm so excited. I have my beautiful guest, Elizabeth Devon. Welcome to Creative Consciousness. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh. Yes, I'm so honored. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I just love what you do and I'm, I'm grateful to be in this space. I feel like you're such a wealth of knowledge and empowerment and you're a visionary and you're doing so much on your website. I was checking it out. And one of the messages on your, on your main page is your healing trauma and gaining self-love in sisterhood. Can you give us a backstory mm. of what you do, who you are and yeah, just all about you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm my training. I'm a clinical psychotherapist, and my specialty areas are, of course, trauma, everything, self-love and acceptance, building relationship in a conscious way with yourself and with others. Um, a lot of anxiety. Deal with a lot of women in anxiety, so all that kind of stuff, and it all really rolls together. And so it's interesting. Yeah, so that's my training, and as I've been a psychotherapist for I guess closing in on 10 years now wow. I've definitely ventured more into the spiritual realms and more of the trans so I, I really market myself now as a transpersonal psychotherapist which means wow. we are all of spirit right and it's not of course religion it's whatever spirituality is for you but we are spirit and human bodies so I've definitely ventured more over into that realm and I love working with more esoteric uh, kind of mystical healers, and it blends beautifully. And what's interesting is, you know, through my journey, what kept showing up for me is the sisterhood element. Mm -hmm. Like we have to have this. And even, gosh, in my own journey, you know, what's funny is I teach a lot about relationships, but my relationships with men have not been nearly as complicated as my relationships with women mm -hmm. <laughs> and friendships, just based on my own wounding, my own story. But I've just been on this lifelong search for women friends and really women I can trust and women that don't gossip. And, and I've certainly done my own harm there as well, but yeah, just the sisterhood thing mm -hmm. just kept popping up. And so then it just started coming to me. It just started, you know, when you're in soul alignment, you know, things just start flowing right. and it just kept showing up. Like just have a community. Wow. This is all about community. We, we heal the best when we're in community. We're all one. 
you know, oneness, we all, all are part of the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so we, as human beings, we are so tribal, we are so communal. And so let's think of ways to heal trauma in sisterhood, you know, in community. Yeah. And that really has bled along into my, into my personal journey, the healthier I've become, the more conscious this, the, uh, the pouring in of really healthy sisterhood has also come in. You know, I had my own journey of needing to say goodbye to old friendships that were really harmful and toxic, right? romantic and friendship. And I found just these beautiful women who are, who want to celebrate you and your success and they love themselves and they love you. And that's really coincided with my career. And wow. just, I kept getting these ideas about, I mean, yes, I love one-on-one therapy, but retreats, workshops, courses, let's just find every way we can to heal in sisterhood. And this new idea I have for like goddess church, because <laughs> we have so many women who are recovering from religious trauma. Mm. Like, let's just make it our own. Yeah. We'll just do our own church and have it be goddess church. So, so many ideas are still pouring in, but that's, um, that's a big part of what I'm supposed to be here to do is healing trauma within sisterhood. Wow. That is fantastic. So, um, how did you first get into being a site of psychotherapist? Like, I don't even really know what that is. <laughs> so explain yeah. what, what it is you do and, and is it all about the brain and then helping people? Obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> so you can call it several different things. Right. I call it psychotherapist. You can also call it a counselor. Um, or just a therapist. But when you say therapist, people are like, what kind? Yeah. So that's where psychotherapists usually. And um, so, yeah, it's helping people traditionally. Here's where it gets interesting because we are starting to venture into more spiritual realms and counselors or psychotherapists are branding themselves more as transpersonal, which means of spirit. Traditionally, it has been all about the mind. And it's, you know, psychotherapy is not that old. It's about 150. 50 years old. It's oh, wow. really brand new. Yeah. Um, so traditionally it's all been about the mind. And then within the last, you know, maybe not even 50 years, I'd have to check my timeline, but we started realizing, oh, duh, the body. So mind and body. So a lot of trauma therapy, just helping people heal from, heal from their traumas, um, you know, heal their relationship with emotions and with people. We've integrated mind and body techniques. So wow. therapists all over know how to help with the mind and the body. And then more recently, oh, duh, we're spiritual. So it really has to involve all three um, for the best kind of possible healing. So yes, if you go to a psychotherapist, um, traditionally you might think of things like I have anxiety, I have depression, I have marriage problems, relationship problems, anywhere from there up to just personal development, personal growth. I get women who want to love themselves so much better. Yeah. And yeah, so um, you know, what you do there is, you know, if you're like me and very trauma based, you know, I don't like diagnosing things like depression because really every response you have like depression or anxiety is just a response to how you've been trained to live life. Mm -hmm. So we look back into places, you know, like your previous relationships, like your childhood, basically in very a brain oriented way, how were you trained to do life? Mm -hmm. If you're a woman like me, you were trained to be there for everybody else. You were trained that you don't matter. You don't really exist except through other people's eyes. So we gain insight on that mm. and we help you really reorient to yourself, process your emotions in a healthy way. And that completely changes your brain and therefore your body opens you up to higher consciousness. And then 
you can re completely redo the relationship you have with yourself, with other people and everything. Wow. Um, what got me into it was I, it was based on my own trauma. Um, I was born in a very uh, addiction based household, um, tons of addiction, tons of chaos. Um, I've had family members try to complete suicide in our house. It was, it was a lot of trauma and I was the only child. And so the way I coped was trying to be everybody else's therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I tried to help my mom, help my dad, you know, mm. you know, be funny, you know, but I had to be on all the time right? and be the bright one, be the shiny one, be the, and I can help everybody with their problems. Yeah. Like the band. That actually is what, <laughs> right. And that actually was what led me to counseling. Mm. But then if you're in a counseling program, you're doing your own therapy. <laughs> and I realized, well, I can't come from that place. So I had to heal my own trauma, which helped me to use my gifts even better. Wow. And so in return, you're overcoming your trauma and now helping others come through there. So it's, you're talking about a mind, body, spirit, everything needs to be connected um, in order to start to break the patterns or the stories that you've once you know, told yourself that that's who you are. And, you know, so it's just the first step would be becoming aware is that like someone comes in, I'm so depressed. I'm so anxious. I, you know, can't have, like, I can't find a partner or, you know, fighting with my partner all the time. But so then, then you would guide them to look at what story you're telling themselves. Is that exactly? Yeah, that's a great question because it all the the format that I like to use it. It's always based on education and awareness. Mm. So if a therapist starts asking you to do all these crazy experiential things, you're gonna be like, "Why she asking me to do this? This is insane!" Like like the body shakes. Did you like the body? Yes, like the body shakes (laughs) or contort your body. Be an inner child. You're like, "What are you talking about? This is insane! This is scaring me to death." (laughs) So yeah, the first is always education and awareness. Right. So somebody comes in, usually what I get is, hey, I'm tired of having a horrible relationship pattern. I keep ending up with the same guy or the same girl. Mm. And I know I need to love myself better, but I have no freaking idea where to start. I'm so depressed. I'm so anxious. Usually starts, the kind of woman I see usually Mm. starts right about there. So it's all about building awareness first. Mm. We look at the family history. We look at, okay, what kind of thought patterns have you developed? that have you keep repeating these patterns Mm. of self-neglect, of self-abandonment, and then, you know, more education about trauma and the brain, how that imprints, how you keep repeating patterns. And then how do we change that? So education about that. And then once you, once you build awareness of that and you start to see it and that timeline is different for everybody, it just opens you up Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm ready to go deep now. I'm ready to do the deeper work to actually change this, but we have to understand what we're working with first. Yeah. I was telling Jess, um, the death empath that I think I was telling her someone, but I recently did shadow work. Yeah. And do you do shadow work like with your clients? A little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah, It's basically that. Yes. Yes. We go and but where you go deep into like your biggest trauma and then you stay there and look at it and you're crying in it. And it's, it's pretty deep. I was, I was doing it and and I had to say to the beautiful, um, uh, healer I was working with, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I can't, I can't do any more right now. Like that was good, but it really did open my eyes up. And sometimes you have to like, you know, have a look at that, like have a look inside in order to heal because then you realize like, okay, I can, you know, be my own parent. I can look after myself. Like don't, you're not relying or, or, you know, having those issues that you're not loved. And, and I know, like, I, I get it. I get what you, what work you do. And it's just, it's hard though, when you're, 
when you're in it and all the steps and, and just knowing that like, you know, the pain is never going to go away or how do you, how do you tell people about like handling the pain or the trauma that, you know, you're, you're living with and you're working through because yeah. it doesn't ever completely go away. Does it? Well, that's a great question because so we do, we do talk a lot about that. And so, yes, we absolutely do a lot of shadow work. What I do tell our clients is that we only go to the places where we need to go. You know, we don't go mm. picking around your trauma just to do it. Your right. body will always show you what needs to be healed. So if you just have things just popping up, your body will give you such a, an entry point in. And here's mm. the thing, the, the pain that keeps us stuck can actually go away. It's not that, mm. say if your uh, mom passes, that'll never be sad. It's not like that, but you can actually, the pain that just keeps you clenched up can actually leave your body. You know, pain is just from emotion. Emotion is just energy. It's not who we are. The reason people stay stuck in patterns is because they have trapped emotions living in their body. Yeah. And that triggers the brain to keep enacting these same cycles. Mm -hmm. So when I tell people, okay, the only reason we're going back here is to help your inner child release what they couldn't release at the time, you know, mm -hmm. have her do the big cries, you know, mm -hmm. is only to release that emotion. I tell people, you've already survived this event. That is done. You mm -hmm. are here. Right. What mm -hmm. you're releasing is the residual energy that's been trapped in your body. That's enacting, that's kicking your brain into high gear of fight or flight, repeat the same cycles. So mm -hmm. all we're doing in shadow work is releasing that energy. And like, exactly like you said, you said reparenting, that's beautiful because yes, when you do that shadow work, you come into a place where you get to be your own parent. Now you are your own adult. Mm -hmm. So as my inner child is crying or doing, I do a lot of anger release with people mm. you know, or yelling or whatever they need to do to release that energy. Your wise parent is there and I know I'm safe. I'm grounded. I'm just crying it out. That's all. Yeah. That's it. And then when it's done, it's done. Yeah. When that energy it's gone, it's gone forever. So you can actually release mm. pain forever. Not again, not that things won't always be sad, but it's not the kind of pain that will hold you back. Right. Cause it's like those emotions get trapped in your tissues and embedded in you. So, and, that, and that's yes. why, you know, I'm learning too, as I'm on my journey, the power of movement and dance and like moving your hips and yeah, like the shaking, what is it like shake therapy? I don't know. You're just pre pretty much just shake your body. Yeah. You just crazy shake your body and get the emotions yes. out. Were you on the call? We, um, in our, Elizabeth and I are in a mastermind together and, and we have a, a beautiful woman from Slovenia who is a, a medium and she channels um, oracles and, and, and we did a, a session with her and it was so powerful and we were shaking our bodies and <laughs> shaking other things I, too. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I was in on that. Yeah, I there. don't remember the last time I cried that much oh. and shook that much and yeah. sweated that much. <laughs> so much release. Yeah. But everything you're saying is, is so beautiful and exactly right on it. One, one of our coaches in the mastermind is Sahara Rose and she has this great shamanic shaking oh. practice, which Amanda, I don't know if you've done it yet. No, I haven't. It is powerful because and the thing is, you know, any of these therapies like the dancing and for women, hip circles are so needed because we hold a lot of trauma there, but our body knows exactly what it needs to do to heal. And so does it need to scream? It's just a, a matter of trusting your own body because mm -hmm. it already knows what to do. Right. Like shake it out, dance it out, scream it out. 
Yes. And, and allowing yourself to do it because I know one of the big things that so many people do is that they'll, they'll stop themselves or they'll think it's silly or they don't want to, you know, look dumb or go there, but just, you know, if you're sitting there with something that's been holding you back, like my advice is just go for it, be the crazy person, like get it out. You're going to feel so much better. Or, or even if your modality is just like sitting, um, in silence, um, but yeah, that, that's so amazing. So what is some tips on cultivating self-love and, and we can move on. I, I want to learn you know, more about you and what uh, inspires you and, and where you get your creativity. But I know, as you said, with a lot of people that come to you and the, you know, the issues and concerns that they're having, it's, it's uh, self-love is a big one and, and learning to love yourself first so you can then love our, others. So what do you, uh, advice do you give on that? Exactly. Yeah, that's such a great, uh, great entry point, right? And that was such a common question, you know, that how do you even start this? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first freebies I created was a self-love starter kit. Ooh, that's perfect. <laughs> this is so over, I know, right? Because it's so overwhelming. Like, where do I even start? So a kit. Mm-hmm. So some things to just even get you started. I always tell people right off the bat, usually, in fact, uh, even a new client, I will have a homework assignment of pay attention to your language. What kind of language are you using with yourself? Mm -hmm. You've got to start changing it. You know, just building that awareness of how there's an old saying, or I don't know who said this, but the way you feel about yourself is when you walk into a room and you forgot what you needed. <laughs> Are you like, God, oh, you idiot. Like, okay, woo, that, that's where you're at right now. Okay. <laughs> so you've got to start paying attention to how you're talking to yourself because all that stuff is just inner critic. That's right. all. It's not you. It's just that inner critic. Yes. So I will assign self-love mantras, mm. anything that feels aligned, like, very much a part of my inner critic coping skill set was absolute perfection. Like I would just punish and berate myself if I wasn't perfect and if I made any mistakes. So part of my mantras that I would write every day, and I learned you also have to say these things aloud every day, is I love that I'm human. I love that I make mistakes. Thank you, source or God or goddess for, for designing me to be so human that I make mistakes. Yay. And so self-loving mantras are probably one of the biggest, most powerful tools you can in getting started. And here's what I've learned um, and keep learning is that write them down, say them aloud and get into your body with it. Something new that I've had my clients do and man, they, their self-love game is accelerating once they've started doing this, get it into your body. Mana, do you remember that, that session we had with Preston where he was like, yeah, like a fist pump, yep. do that. Like basically how would you stand if you loved yourself? Your chest would be out, your chin would be up. If you said, I love that I'm human. I love that I make mistakes. I love my body. You would be standing loud and proud. You'd be fist pumping, you'd be dancing. Mm. So those are great tools to get started. And it can be incredibly uncomfortable at first. Mm -hmm. And so I like to tell women or whoever I'm working with that that's okay. It's going to be uncomfortable at first. It won't always be. Yeah. But when you say those words and do those actions with your body and write down those mantras, you literally are creating new brain networks. We are so powerful. We can just recreate the brain into self-love instead of self-hatred. 
Wow. That is amazing. I was being silent because I'm like, Oh, that, that'd be a really good sound clip. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah, I love, I love all of that. Thank you so much. So, so write down your affirmations. Um, and, and can you give me just a couple more examples of the self-love affirmations that you said? Like, I am, I love myself. I like what? Yes. Yeah. So I, I love myself completely. I'm worth spending time on. I'm worth having a boundary. Um, mine are so geared toward perfectionism. I'm trying to think of all others. You know, I love my body. I love and appreciate my body. Yeah. How it's done for me. Um, I'm worthy of healthy relationships. I just am worthy. Yeah. I'm so, all, you just need that all by itself. I just am worthy. I'm beloved. I am love. I'm pure love. I love myself. I appreciate every part of me and all of my parts, inner and outer. Yeah. Awesome. I, I have a meditation called uh, I am enough and I always have been. And that's something because I think my, you know, my issues stem back to never feeling like I'm enough and not feeling that I'm, I'm always having to prove myself. So just knowing like I am enough, I always have been. And that's something that I try to repeat to myself <laughs> as yeah, I go on my that. journey. But so you are a magical human being. I, I'm so in awe of everything that you create and your amazing energy. How do you stay creative? What's, what um, helps you be so creative? Like your, your branding, your imaging, everything you do is just so pretty and so has a emotion to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you for reflecting that. Yeah. That's, that's such a great question. And honestly, that's a practice that I really have to come back to. You know, because I, um, if any of you or your listeners are Enneagram people, I'm a very three. Um, so it's like I can easily overwork and get over masculine with it. Right? Mm. So how I really stay in my creative flow, I have to be out in nature. Absolutely. That's where I get all my creative juices. Any Anything that you see, like my branding, my businesses have come from hiking. Oh, wow. <laughs> see, they have come. It, it, everything is sprouted from there. So I have to go hiking. I love dance. You know, I, I have an office, you know, with my altar is right here that I'm looking at and I'll light candles and put on some insanely amazing music and I'll just dance it out. Yeah. Um, I also love painting things like I'm looking right now. I, I, I love going to Michael's and getting those little bird houses that are already built. And oh, just cool. Painting them. Oh, that's a great <laughs> idea. Like, I know it's, it's something I did with my grandmother. So it's really special to me. Um, but it's something that it just feels so good when I do it. Mm -hmm. So anything like that helps me really just get into my flow. You just gave me like such a great idea to go to Michael's and get birdhouses with my kids today. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. The, them, Michael's love is it. my. <laughs> oh yeah. So you're, you're crafty too. Like you like, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I didn't get that, that gene, that the crafty, like actually I, there's a lot of artists in my family. Like my uh, aunt is a professional artist and she does like these beautiful murals and I cannot draw paint, nothing like that. So I guess I use my voice to do my art. I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. Creativity is all the way. All the things. Yep, we all, all, we the all things. have it. Yep. So who inspires you? Oh my gosh. That's a, that's a wonderful. <sighs> You know, honestly, the very first thing that comes to my mind is the women that I surround myself with, you know, like you and the mastermind and our coaches, my gosh, they inspire me every day. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, and the further I get along in my journey, you know, because what I'm working on as far as a self-love and self-worth thing now 
is being out with my voice, you know, using my voice and knowing that I'm worthy of that. And that's a big edge for me. That's a huge edge. And I, so much so I did not, <laughs> my ego liked to think about six months ago, I had this self-love thing beat. <laughs> and then spirit was like, oh, sweetie, we love you, but it's always a journey. Right. So the women who inspire, I'm very inspired by women who, you know, are just being so brave and just out there with their voices. Um, yeah, yeah, of course, like any of our coaches, um, Brene Brown and Glennon Doyle are mm. kind of right up in center for me. Love. I just love that they use their stories and they just, uh, you know, they're being who they are and they're being out in the world with yeah. it and spreading their gifts and their medicine and nothing inspires me more. I love, uh, did you read Untamed? I had, it's still on my list. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it's like right yeah. there on my list. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm sure. It's a really easy read too. Like it's, she, she has breaks up into these little like chunkable stories and it's so good. And she's so funny too. Like she talks oh God, about, she's so herself. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, it, it's, she talks about being an introvert and like hearing the doorbell ring and then literally like running for cover like it's and we do the same thing over here at our house someone's at the door we're like who is that unless it's like <laughs> no. amazon delivery then we're like who's at the door it's oh, no please no <laughs> i'm an introvert too i'm like no <laughs> that's, that's an interesting question so our concept because you have this big uh sisterhood and community how do you balance being an introvert with connections because sometimes I find that hard because I'm an introvert so but I, I love community and I know how powerful it is so it's like a, a game a balance what yeah how Ooh, do you do it I love that <laughs> yes yes that's definitely something I had to learn because the thing about being an introvert is not that introverts aren't social you know I we all need connection mm -hmm. you know introverts and extroverts alike it's just the only difference is that introverts our battery just runs low quicker mm -hmm. that's really all that means yeah so when i learned that years ago it made everything make sense for me so i was like okay well i just have to have a time limit on my time out with people yeah. and that's been a lot of self-trust and a lot of honestly just holding my boundaries to myself and for myself of okay the party needs to be over for me i'm going to go to bed i will see you guys tomorrow i can't wait so as long as i'm abiding by my own boundaries and getting my own self relationship needs met i'm super good to go the next day so yeah. yeah it's really listening to that that little ticker we all have inside of us of when the party needs to be over yeah honoring that yeah that's great uh an analogy that i heard from jim quick was um an extrovert will have five coins no an extrovert starts out with no coins in the day and it, it uses the extrovert uses people to get the coins you know, and it just keeps grabbing the coins like, okay, I need people. I need to talk to this person. I need to socialize. But then the introvert will only have five coins and they'll go out in the day and it's like, okay, there's a coin, there's a coin, there's a coin. Okay. My coins are out. And my husband will often ask me like, do you have any coins left? Like, you know, if I've, if I've, <laughs> if I've had a really social day, I'm like, I'm out of coins or it'll be like, no, that, that was fine. I'm not, my coins are still running high or whatever but i thought that was a really good um, wow example. that's the most perfect metaphor i've ever heard yeah. that's exactly exactly right yeah. yes so what do you like to do for fun oh yes so i mentioned hiking earlier yeah, hiking is just my jam too oh i really can't get enough i can tell when i have not had it and i just don't i feel itchy and i just don't feel right 
Don't you love when uh, you have see. good habits? Like, cause yes. it, cause that's an, you know, a positive addiction, right? Or like, yes, I just want to be in nature. So it's, yes. I like to acknowledge that I don't have just bad habits that are just destructive. I have really good ones too. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So important. Right. And our body just tells us and rewards us. Yeah. Like, yes, yes. Like, yes. You're, you're doing something amazing for your body. It feels so good. Um, let's see. So hiking is huge. Um, oh, I, you know, with, with the pandemic and things, I'm, I'm making sure I try to still get this, but I also love dancing. Mm-hmm. I used to go to these fantastic dance classes that are in Nashville. It's all about feminine movement and hip circles. And it's just so, we, they have a pole. So we do pole day. It's just, oh, it's everything divine, feminine and juicy. Cool. Um, so I love to do those uh, when I can. Anything crafty, mm-hmm. I love. Um, yeah, I love reading. I'm at, one of my archetypes is researcher. Okay. And so I'm actually looking at another stack of books on my desk <laughs> <laughs> that I have about 16 open at one time, but I'm, I'm just trying to read through. I just, I can't get enough. Wow. And do you take oh, notes when you read or do you highlight or how do you retain your highlighting? My husband, it drives him crazy because I, I do the doggy ear thing and my books are all written in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't I'm like, well, that's how I learn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm a note taker. Same. I have like a stack of highlighters by my, like on my bedside and yeah, I'm always highlighting things to go back to. Um, one you had a, in your Instagram, I think it was in one of your highlight reels, some of the books that you really love. And one that caught my eye that I've heard from a couple people was women who runs with wolves. Have you read that book? And yes. is it, is it awesome? It's so awesome. Yes. I've, I read most of it. Oh, what's really funny is I was talking about this book earlier today. That's actually one of the books I'm looking at right now. On my bookshelf. <laughs> Cause I always say like that books, I always know where I can find it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, it is so good. It's, it's one of those really timeless, um, books. It's, and what's so great about this one, you know, so I discovered it through a woman's circle and we circled up to read this book. It's such a heavy, heavy in a very good way, but very soul heavy way. So I, I read a little, then I have to digest it for about a month and I read a little <laughs> more than digest it for a month. Um, it's so good for women. Mm. It's called Women Who Run With the Wolves, Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype, which is just so beautiful, but it's through stories and just weaving and her ancestral stories. She just has this way of helping us to get back in touch with our our inner wild nature, Mm. you know, because part of the work that's so important to me that I interweave into the psychology piece too is this aspect of the divine feminine and all that means is holding sacred what is naturally feminine. You know, in the in the patriarchal culture, we've considered feminine lower. It's not. There are gifts and shadows to both, like like anything. You know, but the wild woman, you know, she's fiercely protective, but she's also loving and nurturing, but she's in a very good balance of her fierceness and her more nurturing and softness. And so it's just it's all about just trusting that innate part of you mm. um so it's just tons of stories that just help you really get more into yourself and yeah it's it's amazing yeah that sounds really good sounds right up my alley like something that i am really interested in right now and and this whole concept of the divine feminine has it keeps coming up for me too which is ironic and it's so neat that it's you're led by that and so you said simply the divine feminine is just connecting to what you already are 
So basically, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, like I, I can see how this, yeah, I can see how this stuff is up your alley too. I think you would just love it. Um, and the divine feminine stuff is really kind of relatively new for me. Mm. Um, but it's it, kind of like you, it just kept surfacing mm. and I just knew that it was something. Yeah. It's just, it's again, women, our particular trauma, which is very ancestral and we all feel our mothers and our grandmothers and our great grandmothers trauma. We've just been so oppressed and suppressed. And so it's really getting back into, again, just what's sacred about what's naturally feminine and how amazing that is and holding that as sacred. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy to think that, I know this is a weird kind of off topic, but we were in our grandmother's bellies, like, because yes. that egg already had the eggs, like we, we were in our grandmother's belly. So we felt the things that they felt, like it's everything's connected like that, so exactly like no crazy. that's a perfect example <laughs> yeah no it is crazy we we pick up you know today we are still dealing and and we can release it that's always the good news yeah. and release our trauma from our grandmothers but that's what we were also born with mm -hmm. so we were born with their low self-worth stuff yeah so what is the biggest hurdle that you've overcome that you're proud of up until this point on your journey oh that's great let me see <sighs> I will, I'll go with the first thing that's coming to my mind. And it's really just been a, a very recent one. Um, so we've already mentioned the mastermind. Doing some of the work in this mastermind. So again, it's all about um, my up-leveled self-love journey, which is being upfront with, with your voice and being worthy of that. Um, honestly, just committing an amount of money to invest in myself. That was really a, just an ego hurdle that mm -hmm. I had to get over um, and letting myself speak, you know, in some of our, in our, our calls, mm -hmm. you know, I, as I tell the women I work with, I'm still very much on this journey too. Like this is never done. And so a huge thing for me, I realized I was still so just shrinking back. And, um, and this is hard to say, but honestly, you know, judging others around me who I thought I could do better than, and a huge hurdle was really healing that ego part of me because my ego, you know, the ego is so fear and survival based. So my judgment of others only reflected what it was still happening within me that I was still hating on. And so it was just, it was the hurdle of deciding, am I just going to go ahead and put myself out there and let it not be perfect? Let it be messy. Let other people see me. And once I started doing that, in the mastermind, this, it's weird to say as a therapist, who's been on both sides of the couch for about 10 years, right. this has been the work of my life. Wow. Seriously. It's I've never been so just, um, had a knowing of the worth of my voice and allowing myself to be vulnerable and just out there and tell my story. Um, it's, it's, so that's been a huge, huge, very recent ego healing journey. And I acknowledge you so much for that because when, you know, just watching as all of us have unfolded on our journeys, though, just seeing how brightly you shine and the message that you have to the world is just so needed right now that it's a disservice if you aren't stepping in and giving us your voice because we need it. <laughs> so, and yeah, I, I feel yeah. the same, like just realizing too, that you don't have to be, you know, some, you know, crazy thought leader that is up here on this pedestal like you know 
having this message that is just untouchable. It's like, you just, you just need to be like, maybe just a few steps ahead of the people that you are helping, you know, that you've, you've gone through that. So now you can help that. And it relates to with our voiceover careers. I'm not, you know, an Academy Award winning voice actor, but you know, I've made a living at it and I can help someone who is just becoming on their journey. So just not judging yourself to, to not speak up because you think that you have to learn one more thing before you can speak or have one more thing ready. Or that's something that I dealt with too. It's like, Oh, once I do this course, then, then I'll have a voice or then I'll be able to speak up. But it's just now there's no other time right now is the time. That's exactly right. And I'd love actually the opportunity to say this, you know, even the way you showed up, you know, because I came to the mastermind later than everybody else. And so I caught up on videos and I particularly noticed the way that you showed up and were vulnerable. And that really inspired me because exactly what you're saying is right. You know, you don't have to be this guru on the mountain. Like I thought in my ego place, right? Yeah. you know, like I'm not ready yet. Like, no, just, just be out and just be you. And so you've inspired me a lot in that way. Aww, well, thank you. What, what's the best advice that you've received? Ooh. Again, I'm going to go with the exact first thing that popped up. So that's usually your wisdom speaks first. Um, my mind just went back to the very first psychotherapist supervisor I ever had. He was amazing. And it's clear as day. He said to me, don't be a therapist in the room. Just be you. I thought, ooh. And that has translated into everything I've ever done. That's always, but clearly it's always on my brain, but it bleeds into everything. Just, just don't, don't be this mechanical robotic thing, this teacher, this, this therapist, you can be all those things, yeah. but you be you, you yeah. just happen to have the skill sets over here, but be you, that's your best possible medicine. Oh, I love that. Jess gave mm -hmm. me some really good advice too, is just lean into the crazy, like lean into all that you are and I'm yes. trying to do that more too. What is your five-year goal? Hmm. So I, I'm learning to put my goals into format of, you know, years and five years, but I'll tell you what shows up for me because I've got some really exciting plans. So right now I have, I founded this uh, woman emerging community and that's where all the psychotherapy and the retreats and courses and everything are. And my vision, when I see myself in five years, first of all, my husband and I own a couple of different properties <laughs> that we're working on now. Awesome. And I see Women Emerging being a very self-sustaining community, just women pouring into women and different practitioners and just this beautiful thing. And I also, in more of my personal brand, where I blend the, the clinical plus the esoteric plus the divine feminine and everything just so like juicy and magical and mystical, I see very, very high, like luxurious self-love retreats. Mm. or, you know, women who are typically just killing it in business, like CEOs who just want to up their self-love game. And so we'll have just the, the yummiest retreat you could ever imagine on this planet in Tulum, where I'm looking to purchase property right now, and just a magical week. Oh, that's, can that's I, I come? See <laughs> Hell yeah, you're already on the list. Awesome. <laughs> you are VIP, yes. Oh my God, that sounds so good. That's such right. a great plan. And yeah. what, um, like, how do you stay organized and motivated? Are you the kind of person that has the goal and then you chunk it back? Like, okay, this is what I have to do. Are you super organized or are you just kind of like, 
not, not passive, but just like, you know, just letting it flow. Like, how does it, how do you do that as a businesswoman who. That's such a great self-reflection right now, because you know that I've always thought of myself as a really organized person as in, you know, my calendar and date book is right in front of me. You know, mm -hmm. and I always know. However, in terms of goals and what I'm doing to achieve them, that is very much a new muscle that I'm building. You know, in this mm -hmm. mastermind, I'm seeking coaching to help me on that um, because it's worked in some way. You know, I, I have had business plans that I, I'm all on paper, which is hilarious. So I have, I could look up all my old business plans. It's all on notepads, yeah. <laughs> but I've achieved them all. You know, it's like, a, so it's yeah. that. So I'm, I'm, but I'm actually taking a good self-reflection of, okay, to achieve like my five-year plan, like I just talked about, I think I, there's a need for me to get a little bit more specific, a little bit more um, organized in the short-term goals of how I'm going to achieve the long-term goals. So there's work for me there to do. I have, I'm usually a very organized person. So I think I have the foundation, but to really up-level, <laughs> I'm building yeah. that organizational muscle right now. Yeah. And I, I'm learning too. And, and as well, cause I'm very much, uh, just go with the flow. Like I'm, I visualize and I attract things into my life and make vision boards. And then I look at the vision board and then have all those things. So it's kind of in this unknowing flow, but at the same time, I also want to have a little bit more organization and picking a goal and then, okay, let's get there and achieve it. Cause I just need a little bit more organization like that. Cause yeah. I have, I'm like halfway done writing a book. Like if I just got a little bit more organized, my book could be done or, you know, just, um, I want to put out a meditation every week. If I just got a little bit more structured, I could get it done. But well, you know, what's so interesting about that though, is that, you know, and here's where just so much relearning for me, I know the planet is taking place right now. There's also part of the feminine is flow. Yeah. So I'm really yeah. looking at for myself, how much of that do I want to just be outlining organized and how much do I just, you know, one of my best friends just moved to Tulum and created a business on a whim on just wow. a whisper from spirit. And she's yes. insanely successful, <laughs> you know, so like how it's so the current learning for me is how do I blend the two? Yeah. And, and it t you have to take it day by day, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's just, that's okay. So we just came up with something magical right there. It's like, yes, have your plan, but don't, don't, kill it into the ground, be in the flow, yeah. let it happen. Also be in flow. <laughs> yes. Listen, be open and receptive. Do you have yes. a morning routine that you stick to? Yeah. So I do. It's fluid as in sometimes my morning routines can get a bit stale and I feel like I need to change it up. Mm. Uh, that's also a very big muscle, a very big self-love muscle I'm building right now. And that because a morning routine is such an important thing for me, um, I still am working on some struggles I have with it and dedicating to it. My current one though, is as soon as I get up, I drink a big glass of water and I have this breath work practice that I do. It's really short. And then I'll do, um, I do one of the meditations that actually came in through the, um, through the medium transmission. Um, so those are kind of my big three things, you know, all together, it's, it's really less than five minutes. Um, but I'm working on just making sure I commit because it sets my, I can tell when I do it and when I don't, and my day is always completely different. Mm -hmm. So, but you, currently that is what I'm working on. What kind of uh, breath work do you do just out of curiosity? Is it Wim Hof oh, yes. or is it, yeah, with like the Wim Hof app? It's not, I do want to check that out though. I'm part of what I'm learning right now is all different types of breath work. So this is from my dear soul sister. Her name is Emma Nasser. Um, 
and she's one who did my photos recently. And okay. She's a magical per. Oh, yeah, she's magical. So she taught me and some women um, holotropic breathing, which I know very little about, but it's it's actually a good way to release emotion from the body. But you basically my husband teaches it. Does it? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. See, like she just taught us that. I was yeah. Okay. And actually tonight at 7.30 um, PST, he has a class. Well, this, I mean, this is just for you because obviously this isn't coming out today, but if you ever want to check out his breathwork class, he teaches uh, every sun, every Tuesday at 7.30 PM and the first class is free. Oh my gosh. So, and it's really powerful. He's got people from all over that, that come in and, and take his class. He is really good at what he does. Amazing. So growing that side but yeah it's the the three-part conscious breathing the holotropic it's and he does about like six or seven songs so you just listen to yeah. songs and he has um a message that he speaks like over top of it kind of thing wow i have to get you to send me his stuff because that, that's yeah that's, yeah just from what I, I know very little right now but i know that just the short practice she taught is just is insanely helpful so that's I think so you, cool yeah, I think you would like that. So I'll, I'll send you a link and you can check it out. I and anyone that. else who's listening, just let me know if you want to check it out. Your first class is always free. Um, so do you have any final thoughts on living your truest, most authentic self? And what is, what's happening? Like, what are you feeling right now? What? Mm, yes. Oh my what, gosh. As soon as you said that, <laughs> what, what showed up so strongly for me is we, I really want to send a message to, to get to know ourselves. We really just have to sit with ourselves so much more than we do. We've been so trained to not sit with ourselves because of difficult emotion that we have. So many of us have trapped emotions in the body and realizing that it's okay to let that, let that run through you have the cries. You know, there, there's nothing bad about falling apart. Falling apart is the best possible thing you can do for yourself. Be a mess, be quote crazy, do all, do all that, whatever it takes for you to just sit in silence with yourself, just be so present with yourself. I really want to spread the message for people to really build that muscle. Um, because that is, you know, you were born trusting yourself completely. You were born loving yourself completely. It's just, then we were born into from human wombs into the human world and we forgot it all. And we were, it was conditioned out of us. So to get back to that place of ultimate self-trust and self-love, just be so, so present with yourself, you know, go sit in nature, um, just be by yourself and breathe. And one of the mantras I tell my clients to do is nothing in my body is dangerous. So when you have, when you're sitting with yourself and you have a difficult emotion, know that that's okay. Mm. It'll pass allow it to pass, cry, scream, yell, whatever you need to do, let it pass. And that reorients you back to yourself. Thank you so much. Yes. And you are in Tennessee, Franklin, yep, Tennessee. Actually Nashville, my office oh. is in Franklin, but we're in Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. That is so cool. I would love to come visit you sometime and I have to come to Tulum to one of your retreats. Please come. Maybe I can lead a meditation. All the things. At, uh, we are all about retreats. collaborating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I want that. I would love that both on all. Come to Nashville, come to Tulum. It's all cool. happening. Yes. 
Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I feel that people are going to just take away so much value from this and just feeling your energy and your spirit. And where can we find you? How can we support you? Yes. Yes. And thank you so much too. This has been so amazing Mm -hmm. and freeing. I just, I've loved it so much. So you can find me. Our website is currently under construction, but if you Instagram is kind of the main place where I flow and, and dance around. So you can find me on my personal page. It's just at Elizabeth Devon with an under slash behind it. Or you can go to our women's community page at woman, like one woman emerging. So woman emerging or Elizabeth Devon, you can find me there. Beautiful. Well, we will check it out. And as we part today, I am sitting taller and I'm acting as if the person of self-love and I'm going to exit this room. Like exactly. Hold that posture, baby. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm doing it too. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Thank you so much, Amanda. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. Feel free to rate and review. Let us know what you thought and share it with a friend. If this resonated with you, we would love if you shared the love. And you can always come follow me on Instagram at Miss Amanda Sellers. So I hope to hear from you and have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you soon.